got something I want you to see. This is what we enjoy in Florida. This is the Florida we know and love. This is what our governor, our speaker, our president, this is what all these law enforcement officers and administrators and sheriffs and police chiefs and their officers do every day. They guarantee an environment where you can come here and have fun. Heck, you can even have more fun. Here's another picture. This is the Florida we know and love. We're a special place. Amen. And there are millions and millions of people who like to come here. Nope. And quite frankly, we like to have them here. No, you don't. So we only want to share one thing as you move in hundreds a day. Welcome to Florida. But don't register to vote and vote the stupid way you did up north. You'll get what they got. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State uh, Show. It's filthy as hell. Here that is going to fight badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Good morning, ass family. Yes, if it sounds like I'm all the way back, I am. Headphones working, monitor working, everything good on a Monday. A muggy as shit Monday. Dear Lord, honestly, you walk outside in Texas right now, it feels like you're getting body shot after body shot. It is muggy and nasty, and it's going to rain all week. Now, now we got so much to get to. By the way, that was the Grady Judd. That was our Grady Judd for the week. So excited about Grady Judd. Grady Judd's just awesome. Now, we start the show with Florida News, and I I have to, look, Dave Coe mentioned it here. See, Dave Coe just couldn't be quiet. Not, Not quiet at all. The last story of the show today, Dave Coe sent me. Dave Coe is listener of the day. I can't take that away. I've given it to him because this story, I can't believe I didn't find this story. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to tell you right here, right now, this will rival. Well, here's the news flash. You look at this guy. You know what else he was doing online? Soiled underwear. He was purchasing soiled underwear. That is our greatest Florida story yet to date, and that's how he got to know Grady Judd. I'm telling you, this one is right on up there. Uh, unbelievable. And, and by the way, it just sings to a new generation of Florida. Oh, I, I, I read it this morning. I died laughing. Died. Died laughing. Now, we have a lot of stuff. So, okay, we got Grady out of the way, right? Yeah, we, we talked about Grady. Uh, yeah, got that one out of the way. Uh, let's see what else. It's t-shirt time? Oh, my what God, kind yes. of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? Bam. Bam. It's Bam. T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it it's is. T-shirt time. T-shirt. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Yeah, you shut up. I'm you just trying up. to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Uh, I've been waiting so long for this shirt. Uh, I'm so happy. I finally have a Bob and Doug McKenzie the movie Strange Brew T-shirt. You, you can see the Elsnore Brewery up behind it. Look, 
If you never saw the movie Strange Brew, I don't know how we're friends. Honestly. It's one of the, it's the greatest thing Canada produced ever since Wayne Gretzky. And you know I'm not that big a Gretzky fan, so this is way better than that. But yes, I have the t-shirt on today, so that is t-shirt time. Let's say some good morning, shall we? Now, 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 poor Hangtown Jen. Hangtown Jen, who had, a, I guess, work all last week, was here on Friday. She logged in early and, and then realized, yeah, Friday, Friday we were off. We were off Friday. We, we, we didn't do the show Friday. So, sorry about that, Hangtown Jen. But, hey, you, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you were there. Uh, Brandy Kidd says, well, since y'all are a bunch of Democrats and make up and change your own rules, uh, I just wanted to say good morning for the whole week. That's right. I claim first for the whole week. Uh, wow. All right. Uh, three days without ass. Well, that sucked. Happy Monday, ass family. Straight fire. What's up? Uh, Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Alicia says, morning, everyone. Even to all you crazies that log on here hours before the show, let's start this week off with some ass. Hell yeah. Oh, believe me. And, and I mean, we're going to kick off the show. We got to thank an ass family member for the way we're starting the show. But I have another announcement after I get through happy birthday or ha- good morning. Uh, Hot Mama says happy Monday ass right back at you. My man, Christopher, dodging bullets in Fresno this morning. Good morning, Christopher. Matt Hatter says good morning, ass. Andrew says happy Taco Tuesday Eve, y'all. What's up, Andrew? DNA, my man, Morgan up in Reno says good morning, Arnie and ass family. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and Ass Family. Dave Coe, good morning. Apparently, I've been recognized by the Ass Show officials to receive an award. I'd like this moment to thank the Academy and my agent. Yeah, oh, Dave Coe, listener of the day. Man, oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Good morning, Ass Family. It's freaking Monday. Let's get this done. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) Morning, Ass Family. Oh, hang down, Jen. So good to hear you. Actor Brian says, it sounds awesome. I hate the fucking sun. Not me, man. It's muggy. It's nasty outside. It's like you can chew the air. I had to go get Copenhagen this morning. I usually don't like to go out before the show because I had this weird thing. Like, if I'm in the place of where the show's going to take place already, I don't want to leave. Because I don't want to die and then, you know, because I had to go do something. But I had to go get Copenhagen, and we know that, that that's, that's precedent. So I had to go get that this morning. It's nasty as shit out there. Rise says, morning, it's muggy here as well. It's muggy all the time in Oklahoma due to the fact that wherever you go in Oklahoma, you get mugged. Uh, Dave Coe says, it goes against everything I am. I think I even talk in my sleep. Yeah. Uh, Brady Kid says, I haven't seen, you haven't seen Strange. Okay, I, I got to find Strange. We're watching Strange Brew tonight. I'm sorry. By the way, Brady Kid has never seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I, I, I'm outing you there. Sorry, I got I got to. I, I we, we have to watch both those. Yeah, call in sick to work. I'm just saying. Now, speaking of movies. Oh, before we get to that, before remember the speaking of movies, we have a ginormous. Th- this is one of the biggest announcements of ever. <laughs> Buck Faustin, 
Buck Faustin will be on the show on Friday. Buck Faustin has been on the show before. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Friday, there possibly could be no commercial breaks. Friday could be a stream of consciousness that lasts four, maybe more hours between the two of us. I'm just telling you, Friday is a show not to miss live. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That, that's it. Oh, man. So that's the big announcement. Now, now uh, I, I have a very, very special thank you. To ask family member, uh, Christopher. Wait, let me read this first, Christopher. What? Who raised you, ladies? Fucking A, those are classics. You should have seen them. Hell, my sons have seen those movies. I mean, they are required to watching at my home. Uh, who needs Wayne Gretzky? We can have hockey player Sean LaRose Rosie. No, what? No, they, they used guys dressed and acting like zombies. Sorry, I got to type the during a lumberjack for jack match fucking stupid yeah the wwe last night uh during one of their matches it was between the miz and some other guy it was a lumberjack match which usually means other wrestlers are outside of the ring yeah they put zombies out there zombies you see aren't real they don't eat, don't 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 even get me started on pro wrestling right now, especially last night when they showed the the uh, the A and E biography series. I think has been awesome this entire time, and I was so looking forward to last night's. Speaking of that, you know what? Let, 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 <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, before I get to this movie, let me, let me see. Can, can I call Mr. J.D.? Is J.D. around? J.D., there he's, there's J.D. I, I, he's a huge Shawn Michaels fan, so that's why I'm calling. Oh, shit, it's early there. Oh, well, he's awake. Come on, J.D., answer your damn phone. Even his 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 picture that pops up for me is, is Shawn Michaels. Come on, dude. I know you ain't worried. Working. Your call has been forwarded Dick. to an automatic voice message system. Dickhead. Seven, seven, five, seven, four. No, goddamn! I did that eight, again to seven. an old man. Shoot. He's not available. Dang it, man! I wanted to ask you on the air what you thought of your boys' A and E special last night. Give me a holler. So, yeah, last night's A&E special on Shawn Michaels I thought was phenomenal. Learned a lot about him that I didn't know. Didn't realize he was that big a fucking dope head. It was fucking awesome. 
wow, WWE, how dare you put fake zombies on a show with real wrestlers? Now, look, look, here's the thing. That's the whole thing about kayfabe and, and wrestling. So, yeah, we know it's story and scripted. You don't make it a cartoon. I mean, they're still athletes. It's an athletic soap opera. Chairs, the, the chairs still hurt. They got to jump off a cage. You, you want to watch Hangtown Jen? Just do me a favor. Just watch one match, and I, I will change your mind forever. Mick Foley, The Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. That's all I got to say. Now, speaking of movies, this weekend a new horror movie came out. And I didn't know if I wanted to see it. I'm not the biggest horror guy. Um, but the new Spiral movies came out. And I guess this is from the Saw franchise. And I didn't know if I really wanted to see it or not. I did see a movie this weekend. I'll, I'll tell you about it after I read Christopher's movie review. So Christopher starts with saying, Friday night I arrived at the theater for the red carpet premiere of Spiral, the newest entry of the soft movie franchise. Yep, oh, okay, then that's good. You see, he, he they got the memo that he was representing the Arnie State Show. So good, good, good. You didn't get shot in Fresno? Good. Um, got my essentials, nachos, Dr. Pepper. I got to say that when I went in, very low expectations. In my opinion, the only generally good song movie was the original. See, the first movie was a mystery movie primarily and a horror movie second. Very true. So when Spiral starts, you're confronted right away with a horror movie chase and classic Saw death trap. Then you're introduced to the movie's protagonist, Chris Rock. And a terrible gangster rap soundtrack. I sink into my seat and brace for the massive log of shit that's about to get shoved in my eye holes. But surprisingly, it didn't happen. Buenos dias, uh, Adam J. Chris Rock turned in a decent performance. The writing isn't terrible, and the movie doesn't have the that direct-to-video feel that most Saw sequels did. I'm pleasantly surprised and relieved. Samuel L. Jackson shows up 45 minutes into the movie, causing it to get even better, at least for five minutes or so when he's on screen. The movie is a slow burner. It takes its time and does a good job in setting up the mystery. Who's Spiral? Who's next on the list? What asshole just opened up a bag of fucking corn nuts in the theater? They stink. Very good. In summary, the movie is not half bad. They actually tried with this one. On the Arnie State, show, uh, Arnie State Show movie rating system, this is a movie that you can wait to watch on VHS. Okay, we call it, well, we'll say pay-per-view. It's good, but not good enough to rush out to the theater. Okay, all right. And then he rates it here, and, and Christopher, um, Christopher, I'm going to post this on, on the show's uh, page. I'm gonna, I'll take care of it today. I'll post it on the show's page, your whole email. Uh, the rating tablet, it, table, as I understand, number one, uh, go see it at the theater, big happy face. Wait for it to come out on VHS. We'll say PPV, meh face. Wait for it to show up on basic cable, yeah. Sad face, and don't ever watch this movie. That That's free TV. Ba- ba- cable and then free TV. But, yes. So, uh... He says, sorry, I didn't turn it in earlier. No worries. Hey, man, it's perfect. Per- perfect review. So, I, you know what? I appreciate that. 
Maybe I'll wait for it on pay-per-view and see it there. I like that, though. That's fantastic. Great job. Everybody, everybody, give, 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 give our man Christopher a hand. Uh, all right, let's see. So have I gotten everything? Oh, there's one more thing before I actually start the show. This is a personal thing, and I'm asking the Ass family for a favor. Guys, don't, you know, I don't ask for many favors. This is a personal favor to me. I want you to take all the good vibes that you can today. And if you're looking in a great place to direct them, please direct them towards my friend, Mark S. Allen. Mark, who was on the show last week, unbeknownst to him, who called me and told me that I pretty much got a movie part. I've known him for a very long time, and he's always treated me with nothing but respect and love like a brother, and I've treated him the same way. Is he hard to get a hold of sometimes? Yes, but I know he's a busy man. This week, and his son, who was gradu- about to graduate, is about to graduate from high school, was at some sort of prom party. This is what I gather, and, and everything was, you know, set up, socially distanced and all that kind of stuff, and they were out at a uh, Buenos Dias Ogre. Some of the kids were at this party. They were out around a fire pit, okay? Well, somebody added accelerant to said fire pit. Needless to say, it sprayed all over a bunch of people, including... Mark's son, and then was set on fire. Mark's son is in the burn unit at uh, – I'm not exactly sure where it is. I know it's in California. I I read the post yesterday, and I was – Mark's a good guy. And, and the the admiration and love he shows towards his son, it, it, and I know that I don't know his kids. I've never met his kids. I, I I take that back. I have met his kids once or twice. Uh, but I know that this one had just refurbished a uh, VW bus and was going to drive all over the place. And um, he's he's at UC Davis. Mark says he's not going to mention anything on the news, and I respect that, and I'm going to keep it as private as possible, but I did want to tell you. Um, please send your good vibes his way because he's a, he is a good friend. He's a good man who's turned his life around, somebody that I completely believe in and trust and call a friend. Uh, please send him your good vibes. All right. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Hangtown Gent says, how scary. Positive vibes out to Marcus Allen and his family. Hot Mom says, oh, Jesus. I saw the pic he posted of his kid going to prom. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I saw that story. I was. Uh, that, that one sucked. That one, I, I didn't like seeing that story. So now can we start the show? All right, we've, we've got all of our seriousness out of the way. We've got movie. Re- oh, wait, wait, wait. I haven't reviewed a movie yet. See, and, and we're doing this in honor of Marcus Allen. 
See, see, I'm taking over the reviewing for you, Mark. I got you. We we got you covered in Fresno, all from Fresno to Sacramento to fucking Dallas. We got you covered, Mark. You be there for your boy. I saw the movie Traitor. This is a movie that, uh, and I guess there's some kind of new movie that Dave Batista's in that was released in theaters Friday, but it's going to be on Netflix this coming Friday. I don't know how that worked, but this movie is called Traitor. This is the real-life story about a British journalist, reporter, who gets, uh, she's looking to get um, recruited by ISIS or Taliban, or I, I think it's ISIS. This is like from like 2016 or 2014. So she joins all these jihadist websites and all this kind of shit, and she gets, I guess it's a true story. And she falls for this guy, and she thinks he blows up. It's uh, The movie, I, I, I'm sad that we spent money on the movie because all this movie was was a, a rotating fucking computer screen. The entire thing. There was, like, no action shots, like, out and about. There's like, no car chases. Not a bad movie. Scary as shit, though. Frightening. I mean, they, like the last scene, one of the last scenes you see, that is scary shit. Uh, let's see. Sawyer's dad says morning all. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Mark, my heart goes out to you and your family. Sending warm thoughts to you uh, all and wishing for a speedy recovery for your son. Nice. Uh, Ogre says, it's so tough seeing your kids with injuries. But I can't fathom the degree of what Mark's going through in this case. Stay strong, and I pray for your boy pulls through. It sounds like he's going to make it, but he's got a tough road ahead of him. And, and you know, uh, I saw that. I think I was, I'm not bragging. Uh, I was like 25th or 26th person to write on there. And to see that in like two hours, it was over 10,000 people had commented. So the Mark is a very, very loved guy. So I, I, I was very happy to see that. So there you go. Hey, Arnie, have you seen the Netflix show The 100? Oh, you know, if season seven is the last one. The 100. No, no, I don't think I've seen that. I did, by the way. We have not started the show yet. Just, just letting you know. By the way, we're doing Celebrity Ass Deathmatch today, people. Sports Center. Da 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 da. By the way, that's the sound effect you're gonna get because I didn't get a sound effect this weekend for it. So there you go. <laughs> See, that's just me, me being honest. Um, uh, I watched that Netflix show with uh, Josh Duhamel, the the uh, the the Jupiter's Ascent or whatever, the the movie, the series about the first superheroes on Earth. Man, I got to say, I, I'm very disappointed in it. The last episode was the best one. That one threw me for a loop. I'll just say that. I ain't going to ruin it. But I watched it. Fuck, did that move. That fucking series took forever to get to the damn point, though. Holy shit. If there's a season two, let's uh, let, let, let's start it up now. 
You are nowhere at the boys' level. No, don't even try. Yeah, I wouldn't even say you're at the umbrella factory or whatever those people were. That show on Netflix. So, yeah, I, I, I did watch that. I tried that out. Now, can I finally start the show? I don't even know what the 100 is. I'm waiting for the heist to come back. What? It, what let's see. Hold on a second. Let me see something here. I got my phone. I got Netflix on my phone. Andrew sent me a story. What did he send me here? Uh, Procter & Gamble that sells. What? Okay, hold on. All right, Andrew, thank you for that story. I'll put it with, I do already have a story about Harry. Oh, boy, did Harry step in it. Oh, what a fucking dipshit. And by the way, why are they using their royal names? I thought they were stripped of their fucking royal names. I, I, I digress. Uh, Netflix. B100. Let me see. Let me see. Uh-huh. I have not watched Halston yet because Army of the Dead, that's coming out Friday. Uh, notifications, there we go. Sons of Sam, I tried to watch that. I, I got to say, they have a theory that there are more than one Son of Sam killer. I don't, Jupiter's Legacy, that's what I wrote. That's what I watched. Uh, the 100. Yeah, I haven't seen this. No, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, okay, uh, I saw Godzilla versus Kong, Dawn of Justice this weekend, and holy shit, it was a way to end COVID restriction. It was corny as shit, and I enjoyed every goddamn moment of it. Even the trailer, shitty as they were, felt so good to watch. I'm glad. That made you, I hope you can hear the smile on my face, because I'm glad you got to go. And that is the perfect, that's a movie you didn't want to see on your small screen. King Kong versus Godzilla, it's a great monster movie. That's what it is. Us monster movie fans, we have to we have to enjoy the CGI as much as possible because we're no we it's no longer a guy wearing a suit. So yeah, I, I look I love I, I thought it was great. It was a great monster movie. If it's if you're one of these people, oh that was stupid. It, it's supposed to be. It's a monster movie. Uh, I sure hope this year they start bringing back new shit like The Boys and Ozark and Billions. You get hooked and would like to see them again. I know for a fact uh, The Boys will be out again. Ozark's is right around the corner, but they're doing a two-part final season. So I know Ozark's coming out, and Billions is kind of come back, too. Billions has to. If Billions doesn't come back, I, I, I might have to show up down at Showtime and go, look, you took Ray Donovan from me. You took Shameless from me. You can't take billions from me now. Uh, just in case you're all curious, I've watched the Call the Midwife on Netflix, so you don't have to. You're welcome. Okay, great. By the way, new season of uh, Yellowstone starts mid-June, June 20th, I believe. There's all kinds of stuff that's premiering uh, between now and then. So you just got to keep your eyes open. All right. We, we, are we all caught up now? Everything, Everything's caught up? Watched everything? Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I didn't. I, fuck that show. That show's just garbage. 
It's hot garbage. Uh, anything else? Sunday, golf, TV, nothing, nothing, nothing. All right. All right, the CDC, you know that group that we're supposed to be listening to? Now, this is the start of the show, by the way. And remember, Buck Faustin will be here Friday. Cobra Kai Season 4, that's what I'm waiting for. Cobra Kai Season 4, that is what I'm waiting for. Goddamn right. It's going to be in the, the, the last quarter. So it's either October, November, or December. Andrew, they've already announced that. Not saying that they wouldn't push it back like they pushed so much shit back before. When, when do I have to wait? July, uh, November now to see fucking Top Gun? Maybe. Maybe it's because of bullshit like this. The CDC last week said that people who are fully vaccinated can stop wearing masks both inside and outside. The announcement came one day after the head of the CDC spoke in Congress and defended the stance that masks are necessary. It is truly a monkey fucking a football at the CDC. When you walk into the CDC's building and you go up the stairs, there is an office and it's full of monkeys and they're trying to have sex with oblong footballs. That's who's running things there. Masks are, are essential. We have to wear them the next day. Well, if you're vaccinated, fuck you. You don't ever have to wear a mask again. What should be proof enough that they have no clue what they're doing? It's like their version of those ESPN ads with players in mayhem in and around the cubicles. It was the Y2K thing where Charlie Steiner came out and said, follow me, follow me to freedom. (laughs) That's exactly what the CDC is. Charlie Steiner, by the way, could be one of those anchors today that we talk about in Celebrity Death-Ass Deathmatch. And, by the way, it will be the Mount Rushmore then of ESPN anchors. I think I did a pretty good job of narrowing it down to this 16. By the way, I also this weekend came up with the wrestling one that we're going to do Friday. I know I said I'd save it for Tommy, but Buck Faustin, also a huge wrestling fan. Hint, hint. And we're going to do the Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Mount Rushmore of dot, 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 wrestling Friday. But you asked for it, and I did it this weekend. Um, we have a celebrity-ass deathmatch, Al Pacino. Hoo-ha! Uh, and what it'll be is his characters from his famous movies. Oh, there's J.D. Hawk, what's up, buddy? What's happening? Hey, uh, I was calling earlier to see what you thought of the Shawn Michaels uh, biography last night. It, it was great. They've all been great. It was, you know, there was nothing uh, earth-shattering. It was, you know, stuff that we all pretty much knew if you if you follow the greatest of all time, Shawn well, Michaels. Well, but... one, one of the greatest. One of the greatest of all time. <laughs> yes. I, I, didn't know, I, I didn't know he was such a fucking dopehead. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, it, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was crazy. And and he was he was a better looking guy than if that even makes sense. I don't, it looked good on him. Uh, well, you, the, know, he, you know what surprised me is that there was a scene of him wrestling the one man gang at the Sportatorium. Yeah. I could have saw that? I could have seen Shawn Michaels wrestle early on. You probably did. Didn't I pro- even realize. It. I know. How cool is that? <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, I mean, the Sportatorium. I'm trying to get them to fucking put a landmark site on him now. I, I petitioned the did. city. Is it still standing? No, God no. It's an empty lot now, but they can put one of them, you know, pegs in the ground right. and a big sign up. So yeah, I mean, I've, you could you could do it yourself. I could, but I want it to be, you know, <laughs> r- recognized. Uh, right. Have you been watching the dark side of the rings too? I oh, absolutely. All that stuff's been great. Uh, let, let me get your input real quick on the yeah. the last d- dark side of the ring. Then we'll go back to Shawn Michaels. Yeah, the, the Nick Cage or Gage character. Gage, the Gage, yeah. I'm, they, I'm not a fan. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that one. I no. Didn't. And here's the thing: this whole deathmatch genre, they're ruining yeah. wrestling because, see, that's the that's the beauty of it. You build up to that. You start a right. feud and you you go through all the crazy matches, and then that's the last match that you have. Yeah, you can't come in hot with it. No. No, that, that I mean that that's like shooting the money shot first and then showing the rest of the porn scene. I don't want to exactly. see anything else. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not not a fan of that stuff. It was it was cool. The, the whole uh, robbing the bank shit was cool, but yeah, idiot. Other than that, I, I wasn't down. Let's get back to the to the other stuff. Yeah, I yeah. Liked the, the Brian Pillman and great. You know that was that was a really interesting one. But the, all of them have been awesome. I've I've enjoyed them all. I've enjoyed the A and E series uh, tremendously. You know, they, they've been getting hammered on the Macho Man one because they said that was nothing but a hit piece on the Macho Man. But uh, Yeah, yeah. I but, love the Piper. Piper was oh, amazing. P- Piper truly was. It, yeah. it, it was. But so last night, to me, that one was amazing because I didn't know that Shawn Michaels started out. I knew he started out with Jose Lothario. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. But I, I didn't know that, like, like I said, that he wrestled at the Sportatorium. And you know, crazy. I, it, and I remember watching the uh, the Bruce Barber beefcake when when the incident happened with Marty Jannetty. Yep. By the way, Absolutely. have you run, have you run into Marty Jannetty? Because doesn't he live in Sparks? Wait a second, is that true? Well, didn't he come out like last year and admit to a murder or something? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he he kind of just glossed by. Oh yeah, I put somebody in a river or something. Yeah, but wasn't that like the, the, the Truckee River or, I, I mean, what, whatever the, is right there? Well, I'm about to do some investigating because I am literally yeah. in Sparks right now. <laughs> I'll, go th- I'll go throw that fucker through another window. Yeah, by the way, uh, one of my uh, ogres says, is it true that when Shawn Michaels is drunk, his eye gets straight? Well, you don't drink no more. <laughs> That's exactly it. Man, that That's motherfucker, his eye is gone. You know how that happened? Kane did that during a match. No shit. I did not yeah. know that. If you watch the outtakes from, you remember the uh, when Bret Hart and Sean had that little sit down? Yeah. yeah. Watch the outtakes from that. Uh, Bret asked him about it, and he told him it flat out. He goes, it was with Kane. He hit me in the head with something, and, and it hasn't been the same since. <laughs> it's like getting kicked in the head by a mule. Exactly. Looks like Anna Nicole's daughter. <laughs> Yeah, you can be one of the Dixie Chicks. You know, fucking six different eyes pointing in different directions. All right, JD. Hey, man, I appreciate All right, brother. it. Hey, uh, Friday, Absolutely. Friday, I'm doing the uh, celebrity death ass death match 
All Wrestler Edition, just to let you know. Okay. Just Absolutely. And, and it will turn into the Mount Rushmore of wrestling then. Oh, shit. I already yep. know who's on yours. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, hey, I have to go with whatever's said now on the show. So that's the new, that's the new one. All right, buddy. Absolutely, brother. I'll All right, talk man. to you soon. See ya. Bye. All right, cool. Check YouTube for RVD doing an impression of Shawn Michaels. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, I will. I will for sure. Okay, enough wrestling talk for today. Getting back to what else. I, I mean, honestly, the world of wrestling seems like a sane place compared to the CDC. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. Vaccine safe. Oh, Johnson, Johnson, pull that one off the shelf. Oh, put it back on the shelf. It's fine. I Honestly. I, honestly. The CDC has no clue, no clue whatsoever at what's going on here. I think they're just all happy they eradicated the flu. And that's what they're going to try to live on after this. Because that, they, they're going to have to find what the positive is. There has not been one positive of COVID-19. There's been nothing positive of it, except it shows us that, well, Andrew Cuomo is a fucking, he hates old people. That's the only thing it's shown us at all. By the way, it gave a great roadmap to any of our fucking non-allies as what to do to us in case we get a little big for our britches. Well, let's just make them sick. There was a video this weekend of Rand Paul. Rand Paul hates David or, or Dr. Fauci. More than I do. And Rand Paul can do something about it. Uh, That was the best part of seeing movies this weekend. You only have to wear a mask while not eating. So I ate popcorn and Reese's Pieces the entire time. So no fucking masks. And no minions in the theater making sure people were clad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always put a dip in. I'm like, hey, got something in my mouth. Sorry. No, nobody's ever said anything to me either. And then when I leave the theater, I just take the mask off and I'm walking out. What are they going to do? Throw me out? I'm leaving. This is, and by the way, what, is that even possible that anyone hates Fauci more than you? Well, Rand Paul does. Rand Paul, they're talking about how the U.S. government under Fauci, because he's like their guy, they've been funding these things to make super viruses. And, like, the death rate for this was at 0.001%. And they're saying that that lab in Wuhan was creating super viruses. And then he talked about a super SARS virus that can kill up to 15%. So imagine that. Imagine something that's 300 times as bad as COVID. And Fauci would never, ever really admit to making those. But it's all in the funding. It's all in the doctor that's being funded. This doctor has been busted trying to do that. And Fauci's trying to save face. And Rand Paul is just kicking the shit out of him every fucking turn he goes. Good thing that that, that (laughs) Dr. Fauci isn't Rand Paul's neighbor. Because Rand Paul is not going to kick the shit out of his neighbor anytime soon. Oh, man. So, yeah, 
I guess, uh, I, and I guess places like Costco have gotten rid of the mask mandate. Now, see, here once again, once again, people, it doesn't matter what the CDC says. It doesn't matter what the mandates are. Places like Target still have, or where I saw my movie this weekend. I saw it at the AMC Theater in Garland. By the way, I, I believe it's called Firewheel, AMC Firewheel. That place sucks balls. Not only because they told me to put my mask up because I had it down. But this is the most egregious thing I've ever seen. They had those self-filling sodas, you know, those big red Coke machines. And in the state of Texas, do you know what drink they did not have? They had Coke. Yes. Sprite. Barks. It was. They weren't going to have any Pepsi stuff because it was all Coke. But you know what they didn't have? Dr. Pepper. I I, I did. I ended up getting a a a, a pib. I believe is what I got. I, I don't even remember. Uh, but fuck that movie theater, because that bitch ass who put me told me to put my mask back up, oh, I wanted just to punch her. But this is what you're going to run into. And this is why I say I support any and all ass family members in whatever their decision is. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm not going to push the vaccine on you because I respect your decision. It's your body, your decision. Hats off to you. If movie theaters and places like Target are still going to be Nazi-esque when it comes to the mask, you're going to have to wear a mask in there, or they're going to ask you to leave. It, it, it's there, it's going to be their way. It's going to take a mass amount of people to be not wearing the, the mask to where Target finally says enough's enough. We can't tell everybody. Uh, hello, Amazon, then. Fuck wearing face diapers to shop in Walmart or Target, then. Okay. Those sons of bitches. El Maya Cinema here in Fresno had Dr. Pepper. How the fuck do you not have Dr. Pepper? I know, right, Christopher? It was bullshit. Oh, I, was, I, I was not happy about that. Not happy about that at all. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Fucking Congresswoman... Maxine Waters is fucking at it again. She's been using air marshals as her own personal security. So the air marshals were put on flights after 9-11 happened. And now some traveling lawmakers... are asking, hey, can we get them? Because, like, maybe our, our, our guys can't fly. Can we use them for the sky marshals? And they're abusing the system. Shocking. Shocking that Maxine Waters is abusing this system. If I'm an air marshal, I'd be like, fuck you. Yo, hag. 
Federal air marshals were removed from a high-risk flight to cover Miss Waters' flight to Minnesota. The high-risk flight, probably into either New York or Washington, D.C., had no fucking law enforcement on it. Mm-mm. Waters has not responded to this. And by the way, she's not the only one, but she's done it the most times from what I understand. Can, can, can we just say enough of her? I, I, I mean, honestly. It, it, she has become, she's become such a punchline in her own joke. It's sad. Let's see. Let me delete that now. Okay, good. All right. Study declared. Okay, there we go. By the way, in the... Uh, in the category, well, no shit. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was found to be among the least effective members in the last Congress. <laughs> By the way, this was done from the nonpartisan group, the Center for Effective Lawmaking, a project of Vanderbilt, pretty prestigious university, even though it's in Tennessee, and the University of Virginia. She introduced a total of 21 bills that she centered to find as substantive, uh, but her story ends. Her legislation received no action in committees, no floor votes, and none ever became law. Well, good for her. Way, way, way to give it your almost there, AOC. You dumb shit. And then she comes down to look at the border. What is she going to do at the border? How about, by the way, the border does not matter to your constituents in whatever district of, of New York that you live in. You skank. Jesus. I love it when the the senators and the Congress people, they just take great photo ops. That's what they're there for. They just show up. And, and oh, she looks distantly into the cage link fence. Stop it. Just stop it. By the way, real shocker. Real shocker. Now, I know I made people laugh with this last week, but we got to talk about my man, Benjamin Netanyahu. By the way, yesterday I was at a grocery store. It's at Winco. And, and, and look, I guess people who shop at Winco don't follow TikTok trends or, or things on trick TikTok. I was in one corner of the store, and I, I said, watch this. I go, can I get a hi Nobody answered me back. I was so bummed.
Wow, that pretty much makes her a sideshow in a Congress that her own party is control of. Exactly. She can go uh, to the border and go star in the donkey show. Go co-star in the donkey show. Hell yeah, I'd watch that. AOC getting plowed by a donkey? I'd pay money to see that. Hell, I'd buy the damn t-shirt if they had my size. Uh, so, uh, our guy there, Benjamin Netanyahu, says that Israel wants to degrade Hamas and will continue the campaign. Raining fire down from the sky. Oh, I, I am standing behind my chosen brethren. The chosen people of Israel. And you got these celebrities like the Hadids, you know, the Bella and the G, the, the models. I guess there's a big Palestinian protest going on in New York. I'd like to point out the Palestinian side started it. The leader of Palestine pretty much funds Hamas. Hamas shoots, and and by the way, Christopher, thank you so much for sending me that Ben Shapiro thing. There's a guy who took, I I tell you what, I got to give him credit. He was, as much as I didn't watch the entire thing, I watched most of it. He He was reporting facts. Now, he is an outspoken Jewish man. He's a very proud Jewish man. He's a man who lives by his religion. And he reported nothing but facts. That's the way the news used to be. Uh, well, in my experience, the grocery store is not typically filled with 18, 24-year-olds. In comparison, TikTok is. You might have had better luck in a high school pep rally. Oh, I know I would have. I, I, it's not going to t- deter me, though. And you think I, I think it didn't work mainly because I, I wasn't filming it. See, if I would have been filming it, then somebody would have done it. At least I hope. But, yeah, man, I can't watch it. This is like hurricane coverage for me. I'll tell you that right now. Like every once in a while I'll be going through videos and stuff or, or I'll be on TikTok and they'll have some videos coming from like Israel and Palestine and all this kind of stuff. Hey, hey, you guys started it. You guys used to just throw rocks, okay? Now now you got Hamas who's shooting missiles off into neighborhoods. They're killing random people there. Okay, well, I understand why Israel's coming out, and they want to put a foot on you and just fucking rub your ass out. feel like people were taking cover thinking a shootout was going to happen. What the hi-ya? I'll do it again, I promise. It's just... I know I, I know it was funny that... that hey, here's the thing I don't understand. It seems like that peace accord that was signed with Donald Trump. Now, I know it was, it was Israel in the... the uh, UAE, United Arab Emirates. And I, I, I know that, that Palestine is not a part of that. At least I don't think they're a part of it. They could be. I could be wrong. I don't know who's 
on. I, I think Saudi Arabia's in there. Where are they to have your? I mean, they signed sign this peace accord. They should also have the back of Israel in this, shouldn't they? Since they're kind of allies now. I mean, we're going to be in, the ones ending up going over there, fixing that situation. Uh, by the way, a situation that was started by them once again. I have no problems with this whatsoever. Plus, like I said, it's cool as shit to watch on TV. Um, now, was this one? I think this one was sent to me. No. Was this one sent to me? Okay. Oh, let me see something here. Well, it might have been. I don't know. If you sent this in to me. Andrew, I know you sent some stuff. Let's see. All right, well, if you guys sent this to me, great. Uh, A freelance contributor at CNN is flat-out lying in this story. (laughs) Palestine and Israel need to take it to the Jerry Springer and settle it. That would be awesome. Uh, This contributor who's facing backlash, finally, even though nobody is really going to come after him. This guy has been doing nothing but talking shit his entire career. Now, and I bring this up because a few years ago, Hank Williams Jr. did the uh, the Monday Night Football theme song, and it was great. We all loved Hank Jr. doing it. It was on ESPN. Now, he compared something. Uh, a, a policy of Barack Obama's, and he compared him to Hitler. Do you remember that? I remember that because they made Hank Williams Jr. into the world's biggest racist because he called Barack Obama Hitler. He lost his job. People were talking about, oh, look at this racist song he did if the South would have won. All this race, race, race. Oh, he's had Confederate flags up in the past. He's fired. He tweeted out something on Sunday. The world today needs a Hitler. Yeah, that, that's what the world needs. During the 2014 World Cup, he says, the only reason I'm supporting Germany in the finals, Hitler was a German and he did good with those Jews. The next day he wrote, Heil Hitler. Why are people like this not being shown the door at CNN? He's a contributor still to this day to CNN, and he put that on his Twitter account. 
Now, can you imagine if if Tucker Carlson had done something that? Now, I know that Tucker is far more than just a contributor. But come on. Come on with this bullshit double standard that's out there that we know of. There are some things that I can actually stomach. I can't stomach the double standard at ever. I can put up with it. The R versus A ending and who can and who can't say that word. That's one that we're never going to come to the end of. I think I may have figured out some of cancel culture, but that's coming up a little bit later. I think I think we're and, and cancel culture, the reason why it's not going to work is because A, it's stupid, and B, the way they're going about it is completely wrong. This guy's name, once again, contributor Adil Raja. A-D-E-E-L-R-A-J-A. This world needs a new Hitler. Last week, he responded to a tweet from former Vice President Pence, which stated America stands with Israel. He says, a history of creating terrorists and standing with them. Wow. Yet this guy has a job in America. Why? Because he's on the left. And it seems as if the left protect their own. So, since we all love double and triple and quadruple standards... Warbur just texted me a meme. Roses are red, Kamala's not black, Joe has dementia, and Hunter's on crack. <laughs> uh, I just did a Google search and it said CNN cut ties with him. Uh, well, the world today needs a Hitler. Uh, this was on CNN. Uh, that, that tweet was tweeted out and, and played on CNN. On 516. That was yesterday. So, uh, may, if they've cut ties with him, they're saying they're cut ties with him, then all they've done is they've gotten rid of his name. He, he can be writing under a pen name now. We already have a new Hitler uh, to fight the CCP in China. Is the second coming of Nazi Germany. They have a race of people in concentration camps. They're mass organ harvesting out of their prisons. And they're stealing our weapons to copy so they can kill us later. Oh, fuck. China's, China, look, China's on the fast track to killing us. It'll probably be another 40 years. I'll be dead. So the world will be run by China. Fine. Fantastic. I'm dead. I don't care. Oh, I so misunderstood that. I thought you were saying Hank Williams Jr. tweeted the Hitler stuff and that he was a contributor on CNN. I was so confused. No. No, he compared something that Barack Obama wanted to do as a Hitler-esque policy. Back then, you couldn't mention anything about Hitler or you'd get canceled. Now, Donald Trump is compared to Hitler all the time, wrongfully, by the way. If you try to say that against the left, then you're a racist. 
Christopher, I understand your upsetness at that, and, and I get it, and I'm not trying to be cavalier and nonchalant about it. But when China decides that it's on, like, neck bone, it's over. It's over. I, I, look, and, and that's one thing that you, you just have to come to that realization. It's over for them, too. Look, when, when China finally fucks up and they say it's on, well, they're going to fire rockets at us. We're going to fire rockets at them. This is going to be one of those fucking war in the street things. It might start out that way, but it ain't going to end that way. It's okay if China takes over the world. It'll just have to take over an hour later. <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny stuff right there. That's just funny, funny stuff. All right, let's see. Oh, God damn it. See, this is why we can't have nice things anymore. It's because of stories like this that we're about to do. If Penn Penn State, or as we affectionately call them here on the show, Kid Toucher U, they need to get out of their own way. And, and here, hey, how about this? How about you just shut the fuck up? Faculty at Penn State University has voted to replace traditional words like freshman, sophomore, with first year or second year, citing the former's male-centric academic history. <laughs> academic institutions worldwide have grown out of a typically male-centered world. Can't, so so you're going to have to end, end up getting rid of junior and senior too, right? Because when a little boy is born and he's like Arnie State's junior, well, then there's Arnie State's senior. You're going to have to get rid of those because they don't call him like, you know, Julie Andrews junior. You don't get a lot of juniors in the lady department. You, you, you got to get rid of calling them that because that's sexist. Do you see? Do you see, ass family? This is why Dave Chappelle was right. And, by the way, uh, I think he kind of went down my road when he says woke is not woke enough. That's just like saying this is why you don't ask what's next because here it is. They want to get rid of gender and binary terms from course and program descriptions. What if you're studying male anatomy? What if you want to be a dick surgeon? They're changing the name to Fred Boy and Soft Kid. They should change it to Pussy and Queef. I hate this. This is so dumb. Really, you're going to get upset somebody calls you a sophomore? I didn't even know sophomore was a male-centric word. And I'm almost goddamn 50. 
Call him a fresh woman. How about a soft whore? Junior Rita? Senior Rita. There you go. Junior Rita, Senior Rita. I'm a Junior Rita. There you go. You want to call yourself that? You got to sound stupid. But hey, at least it's not male-centric. So stupid that a state-run university is using taxpayer dollars to do this. And by the way, this is something that will end up costing millions. Sophomore's Greek for clever fool. It's not male-centric. Well, they're getting rid of it, Ogre. You see, you see, Ogre, you'll at least take the time to look it up. Penn State won't. Oh, that's male-centric. Would they be happy if we all cut off out dicks off? It, it, look, no. No, they wouldn't be happy. See, this is what I'm trying to tell you, Dave Cope. They wouldn't be happy. It's never going to be enough. That's the problem. When you start giving in, it's never enough. Once you start eviscerating men and you don't need men from things, this is just an example. Because goddamn, this male-centric word. We get rid of males from the workplace. Males are second-class citizens, finally treated like women. Then it's going to be still on us. Why don't you do more? Why don't you act like a man? It's still there. Because it's never enough. They're canceling shit out that doesn't need to be canceled like the word sophomore. The schools will make that money up through female sports programs. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, my TikTok joke of the day today. Why do Native Americans hate snow? It's white and it settles on their land. That's good shit. I got to come up with another one. I got to do another one today. Uh. What the fuck are sports commentators going to say when broadcasting a Penn State game? Second year, Joe Blow is doing well at tackle, defending against Arizona junior linebacker Ladarius Shaquifa. Oh, he's really good, too. Ladarius Shaquifa, he's fantastic. They'll probably end up doing something like that. Second year, Joe Blow is doing well. Yeah. It's stupid. Like, Like I said, once again, once again. It all it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And Penn State, just stay away. You, you really need to stay away. Really, really, men aren't important at your university? <laughs> Did you ask Joe Sandusky about that? Uh-huh. I want to see Penn State trying to manage sports network bend. Good luck, yeah. Maybe if it was an actual university... That wasn't guilty of molesting children for so long. Maybe the the, the, the the network would go, okay, that's not okay, that's not demanding too much. 
Hold that shit in. Okay, B. Coop. All right. Uh, I wonder if Jerry Sandusky is able to listen to Boys to Men in the Big House. <laughs> Maybe Michael Jackson. Um. Yeah, fuck Penn State. I, I know somebody that went to Penn State. What a douche nozzle. I mean, he's an all right guy. I like him, but still, fucking university is a douche model. Uh, okay, I, I, I'm so confused at this story, and, and it was explained to me. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, you know what? I haven't done yet. Yeah, let me Let me first go here. See if there's anything breaking. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, back in the instruction. What? What? Wait, wait. Hold on. Just guys. Israel says airstrikes it launched in Gaza may have destroyed nine homes belonging to high-ranking commanders. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Oh, whatever. Uh. Okay. Fighting woke left, giving them a taste of their own majority. Wait, wait, what's this? New group aims to fight cancel culture by giving woke left a dose of their own medicine. New right-leaning group plans to fight against culture covering by giving left their own medicine. Group called Unsilenced Majority was founded by Mike Davis. Also runs a different group called Article 3 Project. Punches back on radical assaults of uh, judicial independence. All right, you keep fighting it. Uh, I'll, I'll wait until something big happens. Penn State, how dare you assume the sexual identity of a child I'm molesting? At least R. Kelly, Ogre. Yeah, oh, yeah, you got to get some R. Kelly in there. Um, The president of the New York Police Department's Gay Officer Action League. Well, of course, that's what it's called. They just can't call it the, the New York Police Department's Gay Officer Association. They have to call them the Action League. That's that's harsh right there. Um, called the Pride Parade Saturday decision to ban law enforcement from the festivities. Shameful. So at the, the, the gay Pride Parade, cops are not allowed to march. And there, there, I guess there are a lot of gay cops. Aren't, aren't what the organizers of this event doing exactly what they're fighting against? See what I'm saying? Like, like, like when gays weren't allowed to be a part of the St. Patrick's Day Festival. Now they have their own pride parade. You would think that pretty much anybody that was involved in Gay and lesbian activities would be involved in this parade. Unless you're the gay cops. The ban will continue through 2025 because they want safer spaces for LGBTQXYZ people and people of color who feel threatened. By police. Well, then if I'm the police department, this is my answer. Well, it's going to be tough to have a parade without security, isn't it? Well, that's who does the security. And if, if we're such a, if we're such a, 
a, a terror to your group if they see us and they, oh, my gosh, we won't have any police there. How about that? Oh, you still want to have it without the police there. Okay. Well, we'll be sure to let everyone know that at this year's Pride Parade in New York, there will be no security. Huh. Did I did I just blow a dog whistle to fucking hate extreme groups out there? Maybe I did. Yeah. Oh, Ogre, you're absolutely right. Having no police around for the parade is nice until the Proud Boys show up. Wait, they banned their own kind from marching because of the job they have? Uh, Hangtown Jen? Correct the mundo! Don't cops shut down the streets for the parade? Well, I, I guess, but I mean, not now. Are Proud Boys anti-gay? I'm not sure. I, I was going with that. Not necessarily to hammer the Proud Boys, but to just say any group out there. Proud Boys were just an example he used. I, I don't know enough about them to know if they're anti-gay or not. Uh, but I, I, I think I think Hangtown Jen nailed it the best. They're telling their own kind they're not invited to their own parade. Think about that. I know what that's like. That's like being told you can't go to a wedding because it's family only. And yes, you're in that family, but you're not invited. I think they're wishing on rainbows and unicorns that things will be okay. All peace and love and no hate. And the anger towards police lately, maybe they think people like their group better at that moment. Well, hey, more power to them. I'd like to see you have that parade without the police there. <sighs> All right. Final story before we get to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Now, I know, I know talked about this and there are other countries around that have used these high-speed rail systems and I understand people want to talk about it and they think it's great and okay good more better for the better for the environment okay uh, I'm starting to question everybody's love for the fucking environment the more I've been finding out about Dodgecoin oh 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 I'm sorry I took a picture of something this weekend. It was a post. And it was about six or seven different gigantic fields in France. And they were full of dead cars. And the post that went along with it. This is a boneyard near Paris, France with hundreds of electric-powered cars. Mind you, these are only cars used by the city of Paris and not personal vehicles. All of these have the same issue. The battery storage cells have given out and need to be replaced. 
Why not just replace them, you ask? Well, two reasons. First, the battery storage cells uh, cost almost double what the vehicle costs brand new. And secondly, no landfills or disposals will allow the batteries to be disposed there. So now these electric cars are sitting in vacant lots while their batteries drain toxins into the ground. What you got? I knew I, I, I copied that story for a reason, and it was to lead me into this story. And this story is about mass evacuations that are underway in northwest Iowa, where a train derailment has set its cars bursting into flames. Now, I don't know what they're carrying, But remember, we got rid of the Keystone Pipeline. We shut that down for environmental issues. And the way we're going to transport that oil now, once again, is on Warren Buffett's train. And nothing bad happens with trains. Oh, wait, I forgot. I was just doing a story about a derailment. Oh, wow, the overhead view is, that's fucking frightening. Wow. Seriously. There you go. Here's the story. And I don't know what happened. I, I honestly don't. Like, I'm looking at the, like, they have a drone or a helicopter flying straight over it, and the cars are just, that, that that's horrific. It's annoying that more forethought wasn't made about the batteries. It's the kind of situation where immediate profit and gratification were more important than the big picture. As someone concerned about humanity surviving into the environment, it pisses me off. I want to see a future without petroleum fuel, but just nickel and diming the process with quick fixes like the cars in France is infuriating. I'm still waiting for the algae-based tech to work for fuel. No, and and, and Ogre, I understand it. And and I I understand that for a lot of people. I, I, I don't think it's wrong to want a, a good environment to pass on to the, the next generations and your children and your children's children. I find nothing wrong with that. The problems that I have come in so many fold. You can do as much as you want. You can recycle newspapers. You can use a fucking metal straw like Ed Begley Jr. does. I don't care. That's your personal life. You do that. And the reason why I say it this way is like this. I'll do my best if my neighborhood, if they pass a law that says I have to separate, then, hey, I got to separate. and I got to put my cans in there. Okay, I'll play along by that. The problem is we do not control the environment whatsoever. First of all, Mother Nature does. 
But, hey, I'll play along. I'll play along like we can actually have a say in this. The problem is that our say gets shouted down by countries like India and China. Those two countries could give, honestly, I, I think India might care because India, India is full of, you know, religious happy people, honestly. I, I, I can see India saying, hey, we'd, we'd like to help, but sorry, we got a, we got a billion people here and we're all shitting a river. So until something can be done, hey, our bad. China could give two fucks. China, China could care less. And until we get to a billion people in population and can match them, the environment's going to be something that is out of our control. We can do everything we want. And just remember, we're responsible for one ten-thousandth of that plastic island that's out there. One ten-thousandth. For every 10,000 pieces of trash that are on that moving island, one piece is ours. So there you go. All right. Are we ready? I mean, I, I mean I, I'm pretty excited about this one. I got to say, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Because it's one that needs to be done. ESPN version. We are going to go over the best, the greatest anchors on SportsCenter. Tim says, Jesus Christ, three train derailments in the last week. Seriously? Have there been three? Let's get it on. I just did the story about this one. What I dream about is more uh, is more countries trying to go green, but for now it's a bit of a rainbow unicorn dream. Uh, it would be some enormous sea change or catastrophe in place like India or China to come to the conclusion they're having as much of an impact on the environment as the USA did uh, in the old industrial days before the green movement. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. All right, now, where'd my pen go? There it is. All right. We have anchors. These are an- these are all people that have anchored at CNN or not CNN at ESPN. Dun 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 Some of them not there anymore. I saw this ad for board shorts that were made from recycled plastic shorts. Nice, a warm, fuzzy feeling until you think about the energy it takes that to make it happen. Yeah. All right. So here we go. When we get it down to the final four, that will be the Mount Rushmore of dot, 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 ESPN. Oh, I got to keep this. Yeah, that was the, we did the Mother's Day last week, so I got to keep that. Okay. All right, so keep the score sheet. First one's up. Are we ready? All right, let's go. The first one. First one's a big one. Dan Patrick taking on. Neil Everett. SportsCenter guys and gals will know your ESPN people because we're all very loyal. So I ask you, ask family, Dan Patrick or Neil Everett, who ya got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. 
us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone. Ah. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. All right, yeah, there we go. All right, we have a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Patrick moves on. Next up, oh, a battle of the ladies' ass family. I give you the first lady of ESPN, Linda Cohn. She looks like a horse, but of course she's not. She is taking on the gal that was accosted by Joe Namath. Susie Colbert. All he wanted was a kiss. That's all he wanted was a kiss. Linda Cohn versus Susie Colbert. Ask family, who ya got? Ladies and gentlemen, Susie Colber moves on. Wow. I was all worried that I wouldn't be able to join in because I only know these people when I'm with Mike watching. I can hear their voices. Then you played Banana Phone. All good. Susie. Susie Colber moves on. Wow. All right. Next one up. Boy, he, this guy was a legend. A legend. He gave us cooler than the other side of the pillow and booyah. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the cockeyed Stuart Scott taking on the brother of, yes, Marv Levy, the less talented brother, Steve Levy. Ask family, Stuart Scott, Steve Levy, who ya got? Our final matchup of the first round is a couple of OGs, meaning they started on the network the day it started. There were originally three. 
but one named Tom Meese, the best of the three, died saving a child drowning in a pool. So it's down to these two. The Swami. Or back, 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 back. I give you Chris. Don't call me Eric Cartman. Call me Chris Berman. Taking on Bob Lee. Mr. Boring. Mr. Soft on. Mr. Bob Lee. Chris Berman. Bob Lee. Who you got? yourself. Chris Berman moves on. All right. Now we got to get to the final four. Here we go. Our first matchup. Dan Patrick. The man who coined the whiff. Nothing but the bottom of the net. Dan Patrick taking on Susie Colbert. Who you got? Colbert tried, but there was no avail. Dan Patrick moves on to the final four, where he will be facing off the winner of this fight. Ask family, this is a tough one. Are you ready? Stuart Scott, who got hit in the eye with football. That's why his eye turned that way. Vinny Testaverde threw it. Stuart Scott taking on. The man who coined Bert be home by 11. By 11. <laughs> Chris Berman. Stuart Scott. Chris Berman. Ass family. Who you got?
Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen. MJ's last was is it true about Stuart Scott's ILMAO. Yes, it is very true that that's exactly what happened. We have a tie right now. Whoever comes in first after Adam J, if you haven't voted already. <laughs> I heard when Stuart's eye would straighten out. Stuart Scott, Braddy Kid wins it for him. <laughs> wow, Stuart Scott comes in. Oh, wow. All right, so the final four is halfway set. Stuart Scott and Dan Patrick are in the final four. How exciting is that? Bam. That shit just happened. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can reach me. You can always write the show. You can be a part of Listener Mail, which is sponsored by JS Flooring. The best in the West. Fuck the rest. Uh, give them a call at 775-267-4123, or just keep it here. I got on my cowboy boots, jeans, and a lawyer shirt, mirrored sunglasses, and a mobile phone. Guess I look like some Porter Ranzas dope dealers out on bail just trying to get home. But I ain't in jail and I got me a guitar. Got a little band that's hotter than a rocket. Sometimes we're sloppy, we're always loud. Tonight we're just honoring, locked in the pocket. So screw you, we're from Texas. Screw you, we're from Texas. Texas, we're from Texas, baby. It's a screw you. Now I love the USA and the other states. I'm, they're okay. Texas is the place I want to be, and I don't care if I ever go to Delaware anyway. Because we got Stubbs and Green Hall and Antones and John T's Country Store. We got Willie and Jack and Jack, Robert Earl, Pat, Corey, Charlie, man, so many more. So screw you, we're from Texas. 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 We're from Texas. Screw you.
But when it comes to music, my friend, I believe these words are as true as St. John the Revelator's. Our Mr. Vaughn was the best that there ever was, and no band was cooler than the 13th floor elevators. So screw you, we're from Texas. Screw you, we're from Texas. Screw you, we're from Texas. We're from Texas. Screw you, screw you, we're from Texas. Screw you, we're from Texas. Screw you. We're from Texas, we're from Texas, screw you, screw you, we're from Texas, screw you, we're from Texas, screw you, we're from Texas, we're from Texas, screw you, we're from Texas, screw you. Feeling good again 
now back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wow. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Found it. Call 775-357-FANS. All right, sweet. Well, Brad and Kid found Bubba's first original name tag. We thought he lost it. So we got one made up yesterday. Got a, a big old paw print in there. It has his name. It has a phone number where to get a hold of him. And underneath it just says, I'm dumb. <laughs> Bubba, we got your original. We got your original back, buddy. Do you eat your other one? All right, there you go. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, wonder if they're from Texas. Gavin Newsom has a similar song called We Screw You If You're From California. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So, Prince Harry. I guess the Duke of Sussex. I don't know why they were, they're calling them. They're, they're given these, these titles. They're no longer royalty. Okay, they live in America. Uh. What, what is this charade they're pulling on us? So the motherfucker decides to go on Dak Shepard's podcast. By the way, here is an open invitation to Prince Harry. Harry, anytime you would love to come on my show, the Arnie State Show, you are more than welcome. Because they started talking... Now, and, and Dak Shepard's an interesting cat. Like, he can go on his show. Now, he's married to, uh, what's her name? The Sarah Marshall chick. Right, Kristen Bell. And they're pretty open about their relationship. He, he just recently uh, stumbled in his addiction. He had a fall, but hey, she was there. She supported him. Good for that. I hope he has no more falls. But he'll go on that guy's show, but won't come on my show. Uh, oh, did, am I smelling? What do I smell in here? There you go, Harry. Harry, it's been thrown at you. You either do my show or you are a chicken. And by the way, this won't happen on my show. What happened on this fuck show? He says, quote, Blimey, I've got so much I want to say about the First Amendment as I sort of understand it, but it is bonkers. Whoa. You know what, Harry? You know what? If we cared about what a Brit thought of our Constitution, we would take a space ride back in time to 1775. You want to come over here and you want to throw that? He goes, oh, blimey, I don't want to go down the First Amendment road because it's a huge subject. And one which I don't understand because I've only been here a short time. Well, then, shut the fuck up. But, uh, oh, he puts a button there. I'm sorry. But you can find a loophole in anything. 
you can capitalize or exploit what's not said rather than uphold what is said. Motherfucker, you're going to talk shit about the First Amendment. How about if I just slap the motherfucking taste out your mouth? Bonkers. The fucking lip on him using such a fucking profanity. It is bonkers that not everyone in the world can't speak their mind. Yes, that is the most bonkers thing in the entire world. That's what the First Amendment guarantees you. By the way, by the way, this is what I hate so much. Are assholes like this that come out and talk about this. Because then people start talking about the First Amendment stupidly. The First Amendment protects you from the government. The end. You have the freedom to say whatever you want. Okay? The problem is, is that the government won't come after you. But there are consequences for each and every action that you have. If you go into an all-black neighborhood and you scream out the N-word, police are not going to arrest you, well, mainly because you're going to be dead as of consequences. Now, all those people are wrong for killing you for saying that, but there are consequences with your free speech. If you want to burn an American flag and you want to die quickly, I would suggest doing it in front of a lot of veterans who have nothing to lose. Yes, the police will not show up and arrest you. You will not be given a court date because you burned an American flag. What you will be getting are actual boots up your ass. So once again, the First Amendment is a beautiful thing because the government can't say a fucking thing about it. And I I don't know if Harry doesn't get that part of it. (laughs) Hank Dennis says, whoa, 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 Harry. I'll hear about your little opinions on the First Amendment just as soon as you give me my opinions on Boxing Day, big guy. Exactly. Well, he didn't just have a bad day with that. This was sent to me earlier. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry face questions over a deal with Procter & Gamble as it sells... Skin whitening cream. What are we? Oil oil of Olay, white radiance, brightening intensive cream. Or the natural white, light with UP protection, whitening cream. So you can make yourself whiter, and now that's a bad thing. Okay, I'm okay with it because they're going after Harry and Meghan. I agree completely. Look at her. (laughs) She's appropriatizing whitehood. 
As a part of the ruling elite that makes up the laws, of course Harry wouldn't comprehend our version of free speech. Never mind it came from England tradition. What a fucking hypocritical wanker. I love the fact that they've signed on to White Radiance. Megan has talked a lot about the issue of race and racism, so that does kind of stick out like a sore thumb. You, you think? And by the way, skin lightening industry is worth about 6 billion euros a year. Matt Adams says, wait, you're saying I can buy a jar of privilege? You know what? That's what we should we should come out with our own skin whitening. And we just call it privilege. Oh, please let one of the fucking manufacturers come out with that. Now see, that would be a good Saturday Night Live skit. That one would be funny. Here, just put on some privilege. That would be see, I, I figured out Saturday Night Live. I have completely figured it out. Six billion euros equals 27 U.S. dollars. Shit, you wish. Aryan is a great name for a cream. <laughs> well, what were we calling it? We were calling it what? Uh, oh, uh, Aryan privilege. Privilege Aryan. Aryan privilege to make your skin white. And what do we know about white? White is right. Now, see, that would be a funny skit on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, stop pushing the envelope. And when I mean pushing the envelope, I mean they stop pushing the envelope. They push an envelope now, but they don't push the envelope. Saturday Night Live used to be edgy and, com- and and full of comedy, and they didn't care who they took on. Maybe a little bit of it came back with the beginning this week about their take on the CDC and masks. I, I can't give them credit for that yet. Ooh, man. Wow, the bus that he restored was actually the bus that Sean Penn rolled in in Ridgemont High. I, I, I'm talking about Marcus Allenson. I just got an update. Uh, he uh, Mark's come out to say that Jackson is in third degree burned over 25% of his body. Legs, chest, right hand, and arm got the worst of it. They say he's tough, good-spirited, you and ready to take this on, and today we're one day closer to being on the other side of this. He's a shot from our father's son. I mean, uh, this afternoon, okay. Well, thank you, Brady Kid, for updating me on that. I appreciate that. Uh, the commercials for privilege are like the Mentos. A black guy gets pulled over by a cop, applies the cream, and gets off with an apology. See, that that would be funny. That's funny. I also have a whitening cream. It's not enough to cover the whole body, just the face. 
Oh, I understand it. In the face! In the face! I love the fact that they're tied to this company. By the way, it, could they be any whiter? I know that she's only part white, but he's so ginger. Like, he makes up for her, pig, her lack of pigmentation. Oh, that's so fantastic. The other fantastic story that came out yesterday, and, and you know what? I should have saw this one coming. I should have saw this one coming. Because I've lived this through a couple of friends, people I know, I should say. People I know. One, yes, I consider a friend. The other, fuck that motherfucker. <clears throat> you remember, we, we all went to high school, right? We, we, we all were in our different cliques. We all had different groups. We were a part of some... Some group. We, we Somebody was in group. There weren't a bunch of independents back in the day. And, and, and look, you can be in the jock crew. You can be in the cool guy crew. You can be in the cheerleaders. You can be in the ropers. You can be the, the, the metalheads. All this. You, you can be the dorks, the band people. And some the, sometimes there are subcategories within the categories. But you're going to fit into some, some sort of clique in high school. Now, I know a couple guys that have gone down the, the click of being massive dorks. Well, I know one person. Well, they, no, I know them both, yeah. Both of them were kind of dorky in high school. And you know what happened? They, they kept their nose to the grindstone, and they made something successful of themselves. One of them became cool, kind of cool, but not really. But he had a lot of money. The other guy, all right, same way, had a lot of money. The color green changes the, the, the meaning behind cool a lot for a lot of people. You could be that, that bookish nerd in high school. Now that you're worth a lot of money, people are going to see you different. And that's exactly what Bill Gates went through. Bill Gates, obviously, a super nerd all through high school. Even when he, he did drop out of Harvard. But he went there, so he had to be pretty nerdy. And you know he wasn't fucking pulling wool. All the guys rowing crew, playing lacrosse at Harvard, was getting all the ass. Bill Gates might be rich, but I'll always know him as a pickle fucker. Bill Gates, they say, wasn't afraid to shoot a shot among subordinates at work. And even scored a couple times. Meaning, he fucking pretty much whipped it out, and there are a couple gals that went for it at Microsoft. Now, did that now 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 come on. Come on. Were these women that went to him because they said, holy shit, that Bill Gates is fucking hot. I can't wait to ride the fucking fun rides at Gatesland. Uh, no, 
No, that was never said. Somebody said, I'm going to suck his dick and get a million dollars. That's what they said. I, 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 I will say, I guarantee they said that. The women at Microsoft, really, they found him. Oh, that Bill Gates, he's hot. I guarantee you that they had on one of their campuses there at Microsoft, they had slam books there. And each page has something you can say about this person in slam box, but it's all a slam book, but it's all anonymous. You can sign it if you want. Bill Gates's page. Nerd, no wiener. I saw him spying on me. And there's that one. Oh, I'd like to fuck the shit out of him. No, uh-uh. Nobody had that in there. I will lick his balls for a million dollars. Signed, Artie States. No, I would never. I, I, I never worked at Microsoft. It'd take a lot more than that, too. Bill is described as once attending a presentation in 2006 held by a female Microsoft employee. It's alleged, uh, based on the people familiar, that he emailed her right after, after the event and asked her out to eat. <laughs> hey, baby, I would like to have your asshole licked by a skinny nerd in an overcoat. <laughs> Where the fuck is that? Please say it. Oh, there it is. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Jane Silent Bob. There's another incident which Bill traveled to New York with a woman who worked for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, where the two of them added uh, attended a cocktail party. The woman claims Bill lowered his voice and said, I want to see you. Will you have dinner with me? She laughed it off. <laughs> but it doesn't say if she was fucking fired or killed immediately. The, the article, I guess they've written an article about this. This is the best part. Yes, I did just snort. It describes him as clumsy approaches towards women. <laughs> and at times making people uncomfortable, but noting he never seemed predatory with his advances or abused his powers. Well, uh... <laughs> Bill Gates walking up to you saying, and, and lowering his voice, I was wondering if you'd like to have dinner this evening. I like you. Really? Bill Gates isn't good with women? What? No. That's shocking. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And, and by the way, Melinda Gates is no trophy wife. He didn't have to spit that much game with her. Uh, excuse me, uh, is that your inhaler? Was that his pickup line to her? Pardon me, uh, do you play D&D? Not that there's anything wrong with that.
ma'am, do you know where the support socks are? <laughs> These are all his pickup lines on Melinda that worked. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, he's the kind of guy, though, and it worked on her. So then later in life, he would use phrases like V Coop. Hey, baby, you want to turn my floppy disk into a hard drive? Oh, God almighty, please let Bill Gates have said that at least once. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you dropped something. My retainer. <laughs> you have lovely teeth. Do you sleep with headgear? <laughs> I dare anybody use that pickup line this weekend. <laughs> you have a wonderful smile. Do you wear headgear in the evening? <laughs> Do you want me to improve your RAM? <laughs> I just, I would, see, there's another fucking great Saturday Night Live skit. Bill Gates slinging ass or slinging wool. Drop the face diaper requirements. To sh okay. Uh, Target, Walmart, and Starbucks just dropped face diaper requirements to shop in their retailers. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Dave, go. This is why you're a listener of the day. Excuse me, ma'am. I couldn't help but notice that we use the same... <laughs> Eczema cream. <laughs> now that's funny. That is funny shit. <laughs> What's a wonderful pocket you have? Would you like it protective? <laughs> oh, maybe I'd like to examine your C drive and maybe your A drive if I get to know you well enough. Ooh, let me put my floppy disk into a sleeve. Oh, man. Oh, that's just too good. <laughs> what I missed just turned on the show and Arn is whiz laughing. We're using Bill Gates' shitty pickup lines since he, he threw it, threw, he slung a lot of cock around at Microsoft. What's this place coming to? It used to be enough to say, nice shoes, want to fuck? Uh, yes, hello, I'm uh, Bill Gates. Uh, I was wondering, uh, if you'd like to see my penis, I'll give you a billion dollars. No, no, Bill, you can't do it that way. That's prostitution. Oh, oh, well, I, I didn't know. Honey, I'm like McAfee. You won't get a virus with me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take a bite out of your apple? Ah. I don't know why it's called Microsoft. Check it out. It's not micro and it's not soft. This is macro hard. 
Oh, God damn. Oh, that's just funny shit right there. Oh, God, I got to wipe away the tears. Oh, God almighty. Yeah, Melinda Gates. He definitely, I think the eczema line is how he picked up Melinda. Pardon me. Uh, Isn't that weird? We use the same acne wipes. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. That is good stuff right there. Man, I, now I, I can't wait to see how much this cost him. He's worth $120 billion. I mean, there, there are a group of people out there that when you have that much money, they kind of hate money. That's why they've, like, given it all to their foundation. But she's going to want some. Maybe this is where Melinda comes out and goes, fuck living like that shit. Uh-uh. Mama's going to the fucking Bahamas anytime she wants. I'm going to get me a fucking pool boy named Carlos to do fucking dirty things to my fucking hoo-ha and my butthole. <clears throat> She's free to do it now. Man, Melinda Gates can be freaky deaky. Who knows? She might buy Epstein Island and turn it around. I'm afraid of her. If I was Bill, oh, man, if I was Bill, I would be doing everything I can to at least, at least try to make her a little happy. She's taken at least at least $50 billion from me. Darling, I can insert my USB in one smooth shot. Imagine what I can do to you. Oh, fuck, that's so good. Now, I think I figured something out this weekend. I saw this story. Now, I don't watch this show. The show is called The Shaws of Sunset. And these are a bunch of Middle Eastern folks that live in in California. And I guess they're fairly wealthy. I I, I don't know what their line of work is. I, I don't know. This is a, a this is about thirty nine year old Gigi Golnisa Gara Shadagi Tagati I don't know we'll just call her Gigi now she has come out and said she wants to explore. Polyamoria lifestyle. All right. Now leave it to your boy right here to check out what this is because you can't just be gay straight anymore. You got to have buys in there and tries and, and you have sex with plants or you're this. Poly, polyamory. Now, what this is, is having multiple romantic and sexual relationships with the consent of everybody involved. So, Polly Amori is being a hoe. So now we're looking out for hoes. Now, of course. But see, this is, this is where I come in. And I start to, start to think. And my brain starts... Spinning, going around in circles. Now, look, she's a good-looking gal. 
She hasn't had that weird Persian thing hit her yet. I don't know if that's like in the 40s, but all of a sudden it hits them and boom. They, 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 it's not as bad as like Russian women. But this gal, look, she got it going on. I mean, she she's all right, I guess. She wants to be a hoe. Now, it used to be really, really bad to be a hoe. Then we started accepting it. Now, we, we don't accept it, accept it, but we accept it. We accept it in the, the, the that type of world, the Hollywood-type world. It's okay. Look, I, I'm about to, and I'm not doing this for, with any pleasure that I have, but Taylor Swift is a hoe. Like it or not, all those guys that she went through, that's being a hoe in the definition of being a hoe because of the double standard that it's okay for men to have a lot of sex, but women aren't allowed to. I think that's stupid. I've always thought that was stupid. But the double standard is out there. I know it. So is this what the cancel culture is all about? So the cancel culture wants to use double standards upon double standards. So there's like quadruple standards involved. This is like following Endgame, Avengers Endgame, about nanos and going through time. But that's what I was going through in my head. This group wants you to say that polyamory people are just a fine group of fine people, even though they're having sex with a bunch of people which used to be morally wrong. I, I, I said used to be. I, I, I've never thought it was morally wrong, but whatever. It's definitely against what the church teaches, and I would imagine, and I don't know what religion they are, if they are Muslim or Sheik or whatever, a Sikh. Sorry, that was, that was a slip. Uh, but they're trying to change the fact that, oh, it's okay to be a hoe. Well, it, it, it never has been okay to be a hoe. You never wanted your daughter to be a hoe. Willow Smith came out as polyamorous a couple months ago, which is the same thing. I, I would say any time that one of Will Smith's kids come out and do something, if you really want to be successful in life, you do the exact opposite. I, I, I mean, I, I've never seen kids given that gigantic of an opportunity. Literally, it was handed to them. Because the, the boy who, I don't know what he if he's gay or what, I, I, I don't care. One thing I know he's not is talented, okay? Just because Will Smith had sex with Jada Pinkett Smith, two talented people, didn't mean that their talents traveled down genetically to their kids. Because Jaden, the karate kid, which we don't even need to get started on that because I will fucking blow up. It sucks as an actor, sucks as a rapper, sucks as anything. I don't know enough about Willa. So anytime their kids do something, go the other way. If your children come home to you and say, well, Willa Smith said, then you know you have the argument won. As soon as any kid uses Willow or Jaden Smith as a reason to do something, you've won. You're welcome. 
not Sikh. Sean is a Sikh last name. Okay. I mean, Sean is a Middle Eastern. Okay. Sikhs are Indian. Okay, my bad. Sean is Middle Eastern. Okay. So this gal wants to go out and she wants to test the waters. Now, now look, you're in America, hon. This is what this is what Prince Ginger doesn't understand. You're an American. You can do that. Hey, that's fine. That's fine and dandy with us. But you don't live with us. If you live with your mama and your daddy, or you live in a, in a group or an area where they have a strong presence of people who have grown up with your values. Are you trying to get them to convert by saying, well, these people in America don't care? Well, they don't give a fuck about what people in America care. This is the thing that I respect about the Middle Easterners and people outside of America for the most part. Now, I believe that people in America believe that there is religion out there. I don't think many in America of the 100% out of 100%. I think maybe 5% really get it and the others see it as not only a a path of a way to live but kind of like a pastime it's not that important to them but when you look at other parts of the world the Muslims these people pray eight times a day it's more than a pastime we'll never understand it we will never understand the life they live because we, we, we've never lived that. Not when we were, quote, unquote, founded by Christians, which we weren't. It's a nice idea to have. We will never know. And now she has to deal with these people. That's who she's got to deal with. She ain't, ain't got to worry about America. Look. We see you're on TV and you're slutting it around, and all of a sudden you get on a bigger show. We're going to call you a slut. The the reason why, I'll tell you this right now, and this, oh, God damn, this pains me to say it. (sighs) The reason why Taylor Swift is not ever slut-shamed is because she is very talented. Oh, God damn it, that hurt. You have to admit it. Singer, songwriter, businesswoman, very, very, very gifted. I, I, I'll give it up to her. I don't have to like her. I don't like her. I mean, I made one of her songs better, obviously. If I were to take on her whole library, then she better be handing over them Grammys to me. So if you're talented... They'll let you sleep with anybody that you fucking want to. Just just look at Hollywood. Look at it. Look at these people. Angelina Jolie was allowed to break up a, a, a golden Hollywood marriage. Whoever thought Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston weren't going to stay together? That was like fairy tale shit. And here comes Angelina Jolie, and she wrecked it. 
and people hated her for it. But, hey, it was mainly allowed. She kept getting movie roles. Why? Because she was talented. So if this gal wants to get away with it, you better be really, really good at something. I don't know what it is. Because I don't know who you are, and you're on TV a lot. And if you're on TV a lot and I don't know who you are, then you ain't nobody. But I think, honestly, getting down to the minutia of everything, the cancel culture, they really are trying to brainwash people. That's what this is all about. It's a brainwashing. It's amazing to watch this play out. And by the way, if you don't think that's not Nazi-esque, then I I don't know how many more examples of Nazism that I can give you. So there you go. All right. Now, this is a rumor that's going around. Jesus. Matthew McConaughey is quietly making calls about a potential run. All right, all right, all right. For the seat of governor in the state of Texas. He's in talks with deep-pocketed moderate Republicans and energy CEOs. He's talking to the right people. So, Ash family, I, I have a question for you. And, I, and I'd, I'd like you to be totally honest with me here because I'll be totally honest with you. How seriously will you take the state of Texas if Matthew McConaughey becomes the governor? You don't have to live here. And this is why I'm asking you because most of you guys live California, New Mexico, Nevada, California, I say Seattle, Washington. Some people are, are in Florida right now. How seriously would you take the state of Texas if Matthew McConaughey was the governor? Harrison, young man, he says he's a liberal. He's a Longhorn fan. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. So if you're a Longhorn fan, you're a liberal. If you're a Raiders, a Red Raiders fan, does that make you a jackass? Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh... I don't think California and Nevadans have any room to judge Texas. Well, I mean, look, true. Governor Newsom and, and Sackadix. Texas would be all right, all right, all right. Do we get high school girls? <laughs> Scott says not very serious. Andrew says it all depends on what he does. If he acted like Ron DeSantis, that would be awesome. 
But I have a feeling he is. He'd be a Gavin Newsom Jr. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think his catchphrase sums it up. Take Texas seriously. All right, all right, all right. He's a good longhorn with a brain in his head. I'd take him seriously. Well, here's the thing. I think there's a lot of things that he would do that would a lot of people would go, oh, look at that fucking liberal. I also think that he was raised by a pretty strong man. And his definition and knowing of what's right and what's wrong, well, I don't know. Hold on a second. Oh, I believe me, I know it's the, the Berkeley of Texas. I, I understand that. It's like Berkeley is Texas of the West Coast, almost. It even pains my fo- Oh, I can't take the school seriously. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't see his conservative side being as on display as his liberal side would be. That, that's how I see it. I, I, and I can't think this is a good idea for him. I mean, honestly, I, I, no, I wouldn't do it. If I was him, I wouldn't do it. I would stay away from this shit. That the politics, you, you don't want that. You don't want that. And the reason why I, sit, I stop when he doesn't know right from wrong, it's a man who stood up for Lance Armstrong continually. Like, he, he was a guy that was close to Lance. Like, they were buddies. They were pals. You didn't know? Come on. Come on. And, yes, that, that, that's a big hang-up for me. Look, man, as far as, as, as Texans go, Lance Armstrong is not one of our favorite human beings. The black eye he put on this state, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, it was reminiscent of JFK. If you don't know this, the city of Dallas and the state of Texas were hated for a lot of years because of what happened to JFK, him being assassinated here. And it took a lot of hard work to rehabilitate the image of Texas, but Texas did. And then you have some asshole like Lance Armstrong come out of nowhere and do the exact same thing. Now, a lot of his apologists say, well, he did raise a lot of money for cancer. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I imagine I could say some really good things about Jeffrey Dahmer, too. Yes, I equate him to a serial killer because they're both psychopaths and sociopaths. Lance Armstrong sued people who wrote about him who were writing he was taking steroids. Those people lost their jobs and were found liable and had to pay Lance Armstrong money for what they wrote. Probably not to get another journalist job for quite some time, if ever. And then it comes out that Lance Armstrong was lying the entire time and used steroids. 
Those people didn't get their jobs back. They didn't get their houses back. They didn't get that money back right away. So did he raise a lot of money for cancer? Yes. But in turn, did he purposely ruin people's life? Yes. Because he knew that he was lying, and he sued those people anyway. Fuck him. Uh, He's still too relevant as an actor. His acting career would be ruined if he ran. I agree. Tim says Lance Armstrong is a one-nut scumbag. He really is. I can't stand him. I get worked up over it. Mm-mm-mm. So good luck there, uh, Matt McConaughey. <sighs> Who's the bigger black guy for Texas, Lance Armstrong or Tony Romo? Lance Armstrong. I know you're trying to have fun, but yeah, it's, it's still Lance. Tony's still got a long way to go. Tony's, I guess people love him as an announcer. I, I don't understand why, but they like him as an announcer, so he's buying back some favor. I'll tell you this. If the Cowboys ever put his number up in the ring of honor, I'm going to have a major issue with that. I, I'm sorry. He doesn't belong there. I mean, uh, those people that are all up there, I'm trying to think of everybody. I think they all have rings. And you're going to have to have a ring to be in the ring of honor. I mean, come on. Fuck it, Tony Romo. Piece of shit. Love him as an announcer. Oh, how can you love him as an announcer? He sucks. He's no Troy. Uh, The Astros are a black guy for Texas. Damn Rangers losing four straight this weekend. Man, the fucking Rangers look like garbage this weekend. Garb, hot garbage. That shit pissed me off. And now we got a series with the Yankees this week. Fucking a. Yankees still in last place. I I, I haven't paid any attention. I've been watching Rangers games. Uh, let's see. Alec Baldwin has once again bashed cancel culture. There appears to be zero tolerance policy for bad behavior everywhere, except where it matters most, the U.S. Congress. Now, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait. Does he realize he's bashing his homeboys and homegirls there? Yankees are in third. Orioles are last. Okay. Uh... I I find it funny that Alec Baldwin is taking on cancel culture and slamming the United States Congress. I'm sorry. The democratically run... United States Congress. Who, who are you going after, Alec? Are you going after your, your fellow liberals that aren't doing enough? Or are you yelling at those, those Republicans, the minority? How dare you yell at a minority, you racist? I guess he released some sort of video or a message talking about how cancel culture is getting out of hand. Well, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it got out of hand a long time ago. Cancel culture is awful, man. I, I mean, look, 
you can't just – this isn't like the Avengers going back in time, and I'm glad the end game was on yesterday because these are good references. It's not like we can grab an infinity stone and snap our fingers and make things go back to the way they were with this cancel culture. Believe me, I wish we could because then people could get their livelihoods back. Possibly their families back. Think about what this cancel culture has done. All the people it's displaced. You can't just go and poof, it's all back. I, I, I know that that's what they're hoping for. I guess Joe Biden just watched Endgame, and he's like, hey, get me a search. We have Space Force. Let's look for the Infinity Stones, and we'll snap our fingers, and we'll go back to before COVID, and poof, everybody will be made whole again. But you won't be president. Oh, well, never mind. Thanos is a bad, bad dude. <laughs> oh. Corn Pop was a bad dude. He, he really was. He was. Or Thanos. One of the two. One of the two, Mr. President. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's see. Uh, fuck. Got so many stories. Okay, there you go, there you go. I did the electric cars already. Oh, I got to end with Dave Coastal. Oh, that's going to be so good. God damn, that's going to be good. All right, how about we do, uh, let's see, do that, 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 that. Okay. Uh, we'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll go to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch right now. We'll go and we'll see who who joins the final four here. Oh man, these these next stories, Jesus Christ! And then the Dave Co story. It believe me, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. It's it's one of the greatest stories that's ever been ever read on this show. I, I'm just I, I'm trying not to make a big deal about it, but it it truly is. But now it is time for celebrity. In the first round, we sent Dan Patrick and Stuart Scott to the Final Four. So they are on Mount Rushmore of ESPN already. Let's see who joins them. In our first matchup, I give you the man who is now the voice of the L.A. Dodgers, but for a long time he was on ESPN. And Evander Holyfield went looking for him one time because he said he was the third best heavyweight. In Georgia, I give you Charlie Steiner taking on a guy who I don't know a lot about, and I really don't like him, and I hope he loses, John Buchagrass. Charlie Steiner, 
John Butchergrass, ask family, who ya got? coming at you with music and fun. And if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. <laughs> All right, look at that, ass family. We have ourselves a winner. It is the one and only Charlie Steiner. Charlie Steiner moves on. Next matchup. A guy who now has his own syndicated show and is a big wig on the NHL, NFL Network. I give you Rich Eisen. Taking on a man who's at ESPN right now, I believe, still. Does golf, does all kinds of stuff, football for him. I give you Mike Tirico. Rich Eisen versus Mike Tirico. Ask family, who ya got? Next one up, we have the man who was just fired last week. Very creepy guy on the network. Kenny Maine. Taking on John Anderson. Big guy with glasses. Not the bald guy, just a big guy with glasses. John Anderson, Kenny Maine. Ask family, who ya got? have a tie after Scott. Uh, Kenny had him. Uh, straight fire had Kenny. Scott had John Anderson. Who we got? Ask family. I need another vote. Quickly, 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 or we can't move on. And I can't share the story of the day with you. Kenny or John? 
K or J? Anybody? I vote to ban music until Top Gun 2 comes out. Kenny Maine! Kenny Maine moves on! Kenny Maine moves on! Look at that! All right, final one here. And we get to the, this matchup. I like that idea of banning that. I like that. We, we might have to get rid of that. I like that. Adam J., good for you. Okay. Last one here is Scott Van Pelt. Bald guy glasses on every night. Taking on the guy that used to be involved with football a lot, Trey Wingo. Scott Van Pelt, Trey Wingo, as family. Who ya got? Text message voting. Oh, because Scott Van Pelt moves on. SVP. All right, here we go. Final four time. All right, here we go. Here we go. First matchup. First matchup easy, people. You ready? Charlie Steiner against Mike Tirico. Charlie Steiner, Mike Tirico, ass family, who ya got? is in the final four. Last matchup to get to the final four. We have Kenny Mayne, the man who was just fired, taking on Scott Van Pelt. Kenny Mayne, who led into Scott Van Pelt. Now, who ya got?
are tied again. Ass family, after straight fire, voted for Kenny. I need one more vote. Kenny Maine or Scott Van Pelt? Kenny Maine, Scott Van Pelt. I need a vote. Van Pelt wins. Van Pelt moves on. So the, the Mount Rushmore of ESPN is fixed. Dan Patrick and Stuart Scott, along with Charlie Steiner and Scott Van Pelt. That is the Mount Rushmore. We will find out who the face of Mount Rushmore is when we come back.
757-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Ogre's got to go, got a work meeting. Hey, Ogre, you're going to want to tune in for the end of the show. Not only for the celebrity-ass death match, but the reason why Dave Coe is listener of the day is coming up in this here segment. Just letting you know. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, remember, uh, Buck Faustin will be here on Friday. Special guest co-host, in-studio co-host. And I'm just saying, just, just, it, it, it's going to be a hell of a ride. That's the day we'll be doing the Celebrity Ass Death Match for the wrestlers. And then we'll do Al Pacino movies on Wednesday this week. All right? Okay. Uh, this weekend, the Preakness Stakes happened. And the winner of the Kentucky Derby, Medina Spirit. Medina rhymes with, yeah, fun. Uh, Medina Spirit finished third. Oh, 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 that's not good. That's good. Could it, could it may have won the Kentucky Derby because it was on steroids? Possibly. Um, the trainer of the horse, Bobby Bathard, ba- Bobby uh, Baffert, yeah, he, he's scumbag. Total scumbag. Oh, horse trainers, hey, you, you don't want to fuck with those guys. And this guy who's had like seven Kentucky Derby winners, he always skirts the rules. He's like the Bill Belichick of the racing world. By the way, uh, Dark Side of Football is now on the Vice Network on Thursday nights. Last week was about receivers. This week, it's uh, uh, Dark Side of Football is how did the New England Patriots cheat and all the stories about how they cheated. So, good show. But this guy's a cheater. His horse finished third this week. And now betters are suing him over the Kentucky Derby. A class action lawsuit has been filed by several gamblers who claim they had money on the Derby and feel that he cheated them out of their winnings by running a drugged horse. Now, do I think they have any ground to stand on? Absolutely not. Absolutely. He's not going to have to pay them a dime. This is kind of funny. I, I mean, I'm glad somebody's somebody's finally coming out and thinking about the little guy out there. Maybe, maybe I don't know what the second place horse paid off. Maybe it was fifty to one. Got a hundred bucks on that. That's five grand. Thank God betting's like almost legal everywhere. I can't imagine going to a courtroom. Yeah, yeah, we bet on the derby. Oh, really? You bet on something, and now you're suing somebody for something? You did something illegal, and they did something wrong with that illegal thing, and now you're going to sue. Interesting. Uh, okay, can, can you all help me with this person here? Who in the fuck? is Joe Joe Siwa. Who is this person? 
Anybody know? We got the YouTube star. Okay, so she's not a real star. I, even though I, I, I understand it. Ain't she got like a clothing line or some kind of bullshit like that? They asked her about changing the name of the Washington National Airport, which is named after Ronald Reagan. And they want to name it after her. Joe Joe Siwa? National Washington National Airport? Are you fucking kidding me? She said she's on board with the change. Yeah, because she's what, like seven? Oh, and I know she's a lesbian now, and we have to all fucking bow down to her. She's got, they've got 33,000 petitions to change the name of the Reagan. No, you can't, no, you can't change it. I, I'm just going to say no. That you need one trillion signatures, and you can only be off by 1%. I need a trillion signatures for me even contemplate this. Douglas says, who cares about this bitch? They could possibly rename the Washington airport after her. Douglas, I got the story that you sent me today, and I'm going to use that tomorrow. I, am I right? Is that crocheters? People that crochet? Is that just a simple yes or no if, if, if I read that correctly because that is very odd and and, and that's what we're going to have to have a deep deep dive into there but thank you for the story yes because let me tell you real quick other countries cannot wait to take us seriously because when they fly into the nation's capital what airport do they fly in that's right 90% 90% of the big flights fly into Reagan, or I'm sorry, Airport Jojo Siwa. I love how people said, this country was in the movie Idiocracy four years ago. No, no. This is more idiocracy than that. We're willing to name probably the most important airport in the nation, the one that flies into, you know, the capital. I know it's not the most popular one. It's not the one with the most travel in it. But it's the one that that most uh, of the leaders of the world will see first. Oh, we are flying into Airport Jojo Siwa. Oh, I love her on Dance Moms. You've got to be shitting me. Fucking Christ. Why, why can't we just regress? I, 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 I wouldn't mind living in the trees with other monkeys and throwing my feces at them. And we don't really have that that good of communications. We just scream at each other and throw feces at one another. That's it. Well, I'm glad that she's come out and said this. Uh, Nobody's saying anything, but 
Chelsea Handler says she's ready to host a talk show again. And nobody cares, 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 cares. Okay, I got a quick impression to do. Me? Not not me. Quick impression to do. A guy going down on Chelsea Handler. How does How that, does that, that feel? feel? How Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'll be here a whole week. <laughs> Why, well, she's ready to host the show again? Wow. Wow, in the nick of time. Right when Ellen DeGeneres says she's done doing her show, Chelsea's like, yeah, I think I'm ready. The word on the street is that, what's her name? Who's the girl that won American Idol first? Kelly Clarkson. That hog. That heifer. Yeah, she's a heifer. I'll tell you what. That heifer, they're going to give her the big job. Have you ever seen her show? Not only would I rather pay to watch an abortion but I will buy the home video of said abortion that I paid to watch before I would watch Kelly Clarkson's show for free. I I do not like Chelsea Handler. I don't think she's funny. And by the way, no way. They, uh, unless they keep going down this road, they're going. And I, I can see that. I can see them going down the road they've been going. You're going to have a host on there that doesn't give a fuck what the guests have to say, and she's going to just eviscerate them for whatever their their politics are. That, that makes for a show that won't last. I'm just here to tell you. You ain't going to tell her what to say. No, 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 not at all. And then you're going to stop getting guests. Well, are they afraid of a powerful woman? No, they're there not to argue. They're there to promote movies, you see. See, I've I've got a comeback for you all the time here. Daytime TV isn't really meant. When when you sit down with Chelsea Handlers of the world or the, 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 the Stay Puff Marshmallow woman herself, you know, Kelly Clarkson, That's not the the time that we want to hear debates and things like this. Usually we're at lunch break. Maybe we're at home with a sick kid. We want to be entertained. That's not going to do it. (laughs) Chelsea Handler shitting on somebody for their politics. Not not entertaining after the 58th day of it in a row. And by the way, for her politics. Because she's so much better. She's so much more evolved. She's so much more woke. She is a fucking outstanding, crutchy, uh, uh, crusty underwear, no thong that I've ever seen. Mm. I hate her guts. Now, originally, this was going to be the last story of the show. Or at least the last story to get to Celebrity Ass Deathmatch because I thought I had seen and heard enough. And then Dave Co. sent me a story that's even better. 
This story is about a, uh, I guess, a British-only uh, uh, OnlyFans mom. Uh, okay, so she's in Great Britain, and she's on their OnlyFans page. Her name is Carla Bellucci. Not only is she on the OnlyFans page, and she has her OnlyFans page for people, she is also pregnant. Interest uh, of her pregnancy has become so intense. She has received a $14,000 offer to live stream her birth on her OnlyFans page. I could have done that this morning. Carla Bellucci skyrocketed to fame after sneakily getting the UK's National Health Service to cover her nose job. She says, Blimey, I've been offered 10,000 euros from one of my only fans to live stream my birth. And you know what? Why not? Because it's disgusting and gross and nobody wants to see that shit. Oh, bad baby turned 18, made an OnlyFans page, and fell off the face of the earth. Pretty much, but at least he's got a million dollars coming in from that OnlyFans page. Oh, 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 wow. Well, look at this. Hold on a second. We have breaking news here. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, the manifesto that Disney has put up, the woke anti-racism manifesto, has been taken down from their website following backlash, no longer living up to it. Thank God. Thank God somebody is fighting back for the... It's so stupid. So dumb. As her pregnancy advances, she says she is all ready to deal with any haters who to drag her for giving birth. It's not a hater, man. It's gross. I don't want to see that. I might never look down there or anywhere around there ever again. Yuck. That's so gross, yuck is spelled with an H. Yuck. Oh, and it's probably going to continue from there. People are going to pay her thousands of dollars to watch her breastfeed. Maybe somebody on her OnlyFans page is going to pay her for her placenta. Come on. And here's the biggest kick in the nuts. She's ugly. She, she's not even that hot. I guess in Great Britain, they ain't got a whole lot to choose from. 
They'd be like, I mean, I guess she's like pub hot. But that's after like, you know, 50 or 60 pints. Holy Lord. But hey, man, she found her, she found her niche. She's making money. Selling pictures of the hoo-ha. Yeah, Chelsea's going to ask who their guests voted for in 2016 and call them racist. The end. Yeah, that's that's the entire show. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Last story of the day. Dave Co. live it up, buddy. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. This comes from ABC News. So it's not really made up. Police in Naples, Florida are on the lookout for users of Jinkum. Users inhale this drug and get a euphoric high similar to ingesting cocaine. But with strong hallucinations of times past. You're thinking to yourself, well, that doesn't sound too bad. I just have to smell something for that. Well, let me tell you what it's made of. You see, these wonderful kids in Florida have decided to mix human urine and, of course, In a bottle with a balloon covering the opening. Users then inhale the released methane gas from the balloon to get the euphoric high. So they're breathing in a fucking porta potty. The downside. Subjects who use Jenkin dislike the taste of sewage in their mouth for several days. Of course. (laughs) If you think this is an old wives' tale, it's not. Um, kids in Lusaka, Zambia, the BBC reported, street kids would gather at the city's sewage ponds to brew the drug. But according to police in Florida, who first issued the bulletin, no reports of the foul-mouthed inhalant have been confirmed in the U.S. We have no confirmed cases, uh, Sheriff's Office says. It came through an anonymous tip. What about Jenkum uses in other part of the countries? Oh, come on, man. That that's just the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life, dude. That 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 Dave Co. Bravo. 
bravo for finding this. See, see, it comes from different places. This is like that crocodile shit. That crocodile shit that came from, like, Russia, it'd make you grow scales like an alligator or a crocodile. That's why they called it that. Because it had, like, gasoline and, and, and glass in there. And you're injecting it into your bloodstream. This, you're just whiffing up shit and piss. Fermented. And I'm just telling you right now. Let, let me just say this right now. That sounds like a co- an Indian COVID cure. This ain't no drug. That shut. It's nasty. Uh, hey, man, these drugs taste like shit. Well, they are. You know somebody. Somebody's going to go, well, if, if inhaling it is good, injecting it is even better. I mean, I mean, come on now. Okay, just, just that, that, that's wrong. This is wrong. Leave it to Florida to be the state that has to warn us about this. Shit, literally. That, that's the most horrific thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And by the way, if you're a kid and you do that, you, you are just so fucking stupid. I'm not even giving you into the disease then. If you're willing to huff fucking ass, no. That, that's just, you, you're showing off now. That's just gross. Oof. Bravo, Dave Co. My God, that was disgusting. All right, here we go. Here we go, ass family. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the final. Ladies, I, I, I promise the next one will be, you'll be way more involved. I promise. It won't be so sportsy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. We Oh, shit. We didn't ring the bell. Let's get it on. All right. Here we go. Hey, kids. Friends don't let friends eat shit. Amen to that. Our first matchup in the final four. Now, this final four is the Mount Rushmore of ESPN anchors. So when we put that sign up, the greatest ESPN anchors of all time, according to the S family, our first matchup is Dan Patrick against Stuart Scott. S family, I got to ask you, is it Dan Patrick or is it Stuart Scott and uh, who you got?
my god, ass family, we have a humongous upset. Stuart Scott, Stuart Scott moves on to the finals over Dan Patrick and will be in the final against the winner of this fight right here. We have Charlie Steiner taking on Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt, Charlie Steiner, ass family. I ask you, who you got? Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, it was close, but Scott Van Pelt moves on. So our finals are now. Stuart Scott Van Pelt. Stuart Scott versus Scott Van Pelt. Ass family. Booyah against the new guy. Stuart Scott, Scott Van Pelt, ass family. Who you got? Stuart Scott, 
and Charlie Steiner. There you go, ass family. That's the new way that we're doing it. We've got Al Pacino movie rules. And that way we'll have the Mount Rushmore of Al Pacino movies, you see. We have his characters taking each other on. And then Friday, of course, when Buck Faustin is here, we have the wrestling edition. So uh, there you go. That is going to do it for the big show here on uh, Monday. Look at that. We made it through the Monday. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. And remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Without a warning, you're out of control. The ground shakes and the oceans roll. This is the big one. There's nowhere to run. On the Richter scale of a romance, you hit 12 and you don't stand a chance. This is the big one. I'm falling in But I never felt this feeling with anybody else So this is the big one I'm falling in love is outside waiting to arrest him.